I firmly believe a strong business has a strong network. And this podcast is designed to break that invisible wall between listener and speaker. Every guest of this podcast is waiting for your connection, coffee chat, or discovery call. So listen in and continue the conversation. Are you ready? Let's get to it. Welcome to Discovery Call. I am Danny, your host, and today I am I'm so excited for you to meet Holly. Holly is a conversion copywriter and she specializes in email marketing. And she not only shares about her experience and what she does, but she will also give you her very own story flow method that you can use in your emails as well. Holly and I have worked together with multiple clients, so you can tell that we're pretty familiar and we have a ton of fun, but she is such an inspiration to me and my work. And there are so many times when I sit down to write for my clients and I think, what would Holly do? I'm not even kidding. Holly, as you listen to this, is true. (laughs) Especially with subject lines and hooks and how to start emails. I'm always thinking about Holly's advice and you will too after listening to this episode. Also a reminder before we jump into this interview that this podcast is designed for you to make new connections. So as you listen to Holly, understand that there is a link right there in the show notes that goes directly to her calendar and you can book a coffee chat. Let her get to know you and you get to know her, share your networks, refer people to one another, whatever it may be that comes from that connection. I encourage you, dear listener, to reach out to Holly and enter her world. Of course, if you're looking for someone like Holly for your business, you can go to that link, that same link as well, and hop on your own discovery call. All right. So listen to the episode and think of some key things you'd love to talk to Holly about and make sure you follow and connect with her afterwards. All right. Here's Holly. Welcome, Holly. Can you share with my guests a little bit about who you are and what you do? Yeah. Thanks so much for having me here, Danny. I have had the wonderful privilege of actually working with Danny and she is a blast. So what I do is I'm a conversion copywriter, which means that I'm a sales focused copywriter and I write, I converting emails, uh, launch pages, uh, sales pages, landing pages, every, every stage of the funnel I work on. And, um, Oftentimes when I'm working on strong messaging like that, it means I get to collaborate with the person in charge of social media. And uh, Danny, we've gotten to work together a few times. Yes. I think, I think we're on to our third one, uh, third round. (laughs) It's been really fun. Yeah. And three different clients. So (laughs) it's been a lot of fun and I really enjoy your genius and, and we both love words. So it's been a lot of fun to kind of bounce ideas around. Yes. I always love it when I know that you're, you're on it because one of the great things about social media is you want to like, everything has to reflect each other. You don't want it like two different voices going on, especially when you're launching, like everything is working together. And so just working with a copy that you create and everything has been just phenomenal. So it's just so good to share you with my people. (laughs) Yeah. I love this. Well, thank you. I, and I specialize in email marketing. So Um, We'll have a lot of fun tips today for your audience if that's something that they're needing support in. Yes, for sure. I'm excited to get into that. Awesome. Well, just before we jump into that, I'm really curious. I love asking this question because I think we're kind of all thinking about these kind of things. What are some of the things that you kind of feel like you have to educate your clients a little bit as you start working with them? Yeah, well, I actually, I can kind of consider myself uh, an educator when I am working with my clients, because a lot of times they're either at the place where they're really starting, like they've, they've built a team 
together. And there are a lot of conversion principles in place, especially as we build a funnel out. And so I do a lot of educating in terms of why I use certain word choices or why I start things a certain way. But probably the biggest thing I would educate people on, and this would be helpful for your audience, is really just the going through the stages of awareness as micro conversions. So let's give an example of a full funnel. Um, we would start with somebody who's completely unaware. They have no idea they have a problem. And then they come across a piece of content that says, you know, have you ever been frustrated or struggling? And all of a sudden they're like, well, yes, I have. So suddenly <laughs> they become problem aware. So that's a, that's the next stage. Um, and now this problem is now it's really starting to annoy them. It's starting to bug them. They're thinking about it or it's very obvious in their life. So now they're on the hunt for solutions because that's who we are. We like to solve the problems in our life so we can get back to things being easy. So we go looking for our solutions. And then once we move from the solution aware stage, we move into the product aware stage. And that is where we become aware that there are products that solve this problem. Now, this is where our copy comes in, is we want to make you mo um, what we call uh, most aware, which is our product. You are aware of our product. And now you are what's called buyer ready. You're ready to hit the buy now button and take it home and try all of that. So knowing that we're taking people through those stages, it's really important to educate that sometimes those micro conversions of getting them through one stage to another isn't just a five-step process. It's actually like a 53-step process. Um, some people that I'm hearing from, they're having at least 35 to 48 touchstones within or touch points rather in their funnel in order to do um, to get to bring about a sale. Mm -hmm. So to realize that it's actually a really long runway and it can happen through social media and email marketing, but it and lives and video and all those little points. But the point is, is that every single one of those pieces need to be quite strategic so that you can move them from one stage to the next stage. Mm -hmm. I love that. Actually, we were just talking about this today, weren't we? Yes, <laughs> the we longer <laughs> The longer runway is so important. And I think you probably find this oftentimes that uh, a lot of people come up and say, I'm launching something like next month and let, let's get this going. But then it's just kind of hard to set up a that, that runway that you need to get the mm -hmm. audience that you do have warmed up for the offer that is coming. So- yeah, yeah, it is. Absolutely. And I think the other thing, piece too is like really just um, a lot of times we want to do a quick influx of cash, right? So we're like, oh, I'm going to launch a product, which actually is a large output of cash. So my first suggestion would be if you're going to need a quick input of cash, just do a flash sale, three emails, bam, 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 one day or 24 hour sale or what have you, but really quick, really fast. And I would keep the cart really simple, like just keep it as a stripe, a stripe, you know, like a stripe, right. because if you're needing money quickly, then don't launch a product mm -hmm. that needs some real thought put into it, especially if you want to see these bigger paydays that we're seeing with, you know, that most clients see that we work with, you need that longer run runway. And you also need the time to interview your client base and your customers and find out what they actually want so that the offer is truly aligned with what they desire. Because a lot of times you 
um, we work with a client, Karen Leo Laus, and she always says um, it's the curse of knowledge. Sometimes mm-hmm. you you just forget how much you know. And so you think, well, I'm just going to make this product for this client or for my customers. And then all of a sudden you do, and maybe it doesn't connect. Maybe it doesn't land for them. So really talking to your customers first is really key. Yeah. And that takes a a time to get those, all the different ways you can even, you know, even social media, you can do a poll, you can do some fun ways of getting some general knowledge, but even like that one-on-one interviewing, and it does take time. Um, And I think it's a good, it's just a good reminder that launching something doesn't always mean it is going to be a quick cash flow and you could find yourself in a deficit if there isn't certain things like in place. And so it's a really good point. Um, I think too, is I, a lot of things I'm hearing about launching nowadays is it has to be high touch points. Um, yes. So like, that's like um, people hire on like sales teams for that, just that season. <laughs> Yes. to like do calls and it's just crazy. So, yeah. yeah, I think, and especially if we're, if you're talking about doing something that's a little bit more high ticket as well, just having those higher touch points plus, um, video, you know, just taking a moment, even, even a Voxer response where you can just, somebody asks you a question and you can record a Voxer and then just put that link in an email and say, thanks so much for your question. I wanted to answer that personally you know, so if you don't like being on video, I would recommend Voxer as a, as an option, but, uh, if you can record yourself just with a quick two to three minutes, uh, answer that really goes a long way. It does. I heard someone who did, um, loom video without their camera on. And so they would take a question and they would show something on there and then, you know, the loom video. Yeah. So you just record yourself and just like, oh my goodness, like the person talked to me is <laughs> oh, such yeah. a novelty. So yeah, that is awesome. That's awesome. Good. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. And then you talk about email marketing as well. And you have a, like a whole setup for how you do this and it's called, remind me the name again. It's the the story flow method. Okay. Okay. So could you unpack a little bit? Like what is the story flow method? Yeah, I'd be happy to. So what I was finding is with a lot of these entrepreneurs who were talking about, um, a lot of them didn't feel confident to write their own emails. And that's really key. Like eventually you get to a point where you've built your business and you hand that job over, but it's really important for your own voice, especially if you're a personal brand or you've really been the one creating all of the product line um, is that, you know, how to write a strong email. And so for a lot of people, they just feel like, I don't know what to say. And then they also feel this like, Oh, am I being that sleazy salesman who's sneaking, you know, sneaking into your inbox and being like, Hey, you want to buy a watch, you know, and opening your trench coat <laughs> type of thing. <laughs> so I really wanted to empower these entrepreneurs to, to be able to tell a, a story within the email, because we all tell stories. That's, we all communicate through storytelling. So being able to really get clear on how to tell a story um, and then how to transition that to um, the sales pitch. And so the way that I do that is story flow. So F-L-O-W, that is an acronym for feelings, learn, option, and wow. And so I'll just walk you through that so your audience can understand. So first we're going to take a story and we're going to attach that story to the emotion or the feeling, the F of flow, of what we want our reader to experience in the email. Then we're going to do, um, what do we want them to learn? 
is there something that you are offering? So let's say it's coaching. So let's let them know about what that coaching package is. Let's let them learn about that. Then O is going to be option or decision point. And so really good copywriting is going to bring people to a decision point. It's not manipulation. Manipulation is making people do something (laughs) they don't want to do. Persuasion is helping people come to a decision point. And if you can get your mind wrapped around that, your your sales process is going to go a lot better because a lot of people think they're manipulating and you're not. You're really just bringing people to a decision point. And then the W is for wow. So you're going to add little touches, maybe a gift, maybe some humor, maybe some vulnerability, just something that makes people say, huh, that was an interesting email. And so I've got lots of tips on how to do that. But I would love to show people the story flow method in action And so Danny, we talked about this before. Um, So give me, um, it can be any story, literally any story in your life. And I can turn it into a sales email. So camping, my, one of my, my middle child is a very sensitive little boy and like he was playing with his cousins and all of a sudden we saw him like running out and he clearly was upset. He just kind of slithered into the camper and like, okay. And I tried finding, I could not find my son anywhere until I found him like curled up in this little turtle ball under the camper. (laughs) And so then it's kind of a sad story, but it's just kind of like, it's just, um, and then, you know, I pull him out and I talk to him about it, but it turns out he just was like confused on like how to play the ping pong game. And he, they were telling him to go on one team or the other. Um, so it's just, yeah, like you, you cannot find your kid and he's under the camper. Wow. So that was an incredible job storytelling because I could visually see your kid running. I don't know what he looks like, but in my mind, I saw this little boy running into a camera turtle ball, like really incredible description, right? So you can tell a story, which means you can write an email. So tell me what is one of your products? Okay. So, um, one of them would be, uh, my strategy call. So there is like, um, he just it's a power hour strategy call where you talk about like the goals on your social media, what, what is working. And I kind of give like a little audit and then we come back out with a strategy. So that's one of, one of those. Awesome. So what I could hear in there in terms of emotion that I think that would work really well is either we want people to feel confident and strong at the end of your email, or we want them to feel um, that they've got clarity and direction. So which one would you like to go with? Which choice? Clarity and direction. Let's go for that. Clarity and direction. Okay, great. So how I would start off your email then is with the story and then go right into the flow. So maybe I drop it right in the center and say, um, I was, you know, I was roasting, I was roasting hot dogs when a blur of excitement went past me. I saw my youngest son or my middle child and knew this wasn't this wasn't normal. Went inside the camper and found him in a little turtle ball with his, you know, let's say blonde hair poking out. Picked him up and said, hey, what's going on? Turns out there's a little bit of confusion around the ping pong game. He just, he wanted to play so desperately, but he didn't know what to do. Isn't social media like that? You want to be on the platform. You want to play the game. You just don't know what to do. You don't know whose side you're to be on. Well, I can take you away from confusion into complete clarity. When you book a call with me, we'll get clear on this, this, and this, and you'll have a strategy and you can get back to playing the game and winning at it. 
I love it. I love it. Yes. And I, would you even would you even add in like parts of like social media can make you feel like you just want to crawl and hide and just like yes. not even show up? Absolutely. I was like, oh, that'd be a good one too. Yes. So you can totally, yeah. Do you see how you can take any story? And as long as you know the emotion that you want to end your your email with, you can infuse the opposite emotion into that story, right? So we had that little bit of the blur of excitement, there's confusion, you know, tears, the huddled, like you could tell this was a negative situation, but then we brought it to the positive, right? So that they could feel confident. So come out of your shell and it gives you a lot of words you can use, right? So you can even say, hey, I'll help you get out of your shell and shine online. You know, there's lots of things that you can pull from that story and a lot of fun words you can even get into. So it's really, it comes down to the story and knowing the emotion that you want to have. And then it's very simple to find those transitions to make it about your offer because you as the business owner, you're really clear on your offer. You really know how you can help them. And you're probably very familiar with your client's pain. So if Mm -hmm. you can tap into a story that will relate to it, it can become a really powerful email. Okay, excellent. All right. So what about that subject line? Because I always and it's always that moment you get the email done and you're just like, yes. okay, <laughs> you got to get them to open. Would you in that subject line connect it to the story? Like I couldn't find my son when we were camping. Yeah. Oh, that's a great one. I'm like, what? Because I think sometimes my little brain is like, I need to have the subject line in the email connect clearly to like what the offer is. But then would you lean more with the story being in the subject line? Absolutely. It's curiosity, right? So one of the tips that I give in my story flow method class is that um, you can take uh, magazine covers. And if you're just at the grocery store, just snap a couple photos and you look like how many times are you going to pick up like the star and choir just to even laugh at it, right? Like who's dying this week, right? <laughs> like You can have... You can take that headline and make that into a subject line. Like um, what, what social media app is dying this week, right? Like you just flip the words. Oh, and, that's genius. Right? That's so good. Yes, let's, let's not make it difficult right. for yourself. Right? And you, you know, they're like geniuses. You're like fine tune the headline. You're just like, okay, oh, yeah. let's just take that and tweak what you. Yeah. <laughs> Steal like an artist. That's what it's called, right? Steal like an artist. These are really great ideas. How can I take them and reuse them and repurpose them for myself? So if you're really not feeling confident in um, being able to craft a, a subject line, like don't <laughs> go borrow someone else's and then think like, Hey, what, what grabbed my attention at a at a grocery store? And there's so many really great ones, you know, five ways, you know, to have the hottest body this summer, you right. know, and you could say five ways to have the hottest social media posts ever. You know? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and I was going to have like a little folder on their phone of like the random like headlines they took. Yes. What are you doing? Why is, why are there all these pictures of the national terror here? It's like, it, trust me, the open rate skyrocketed. It just works. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you can find hello magazine, the British magazine, we have a lot of that in Canada here and like they're, Oh, they have such great hooks on their, uh, on their magazine headlines. That's oh, that is fun. <laughs> I always, you know, say there's, there's different flows of email marketing, right? There's the, they're yeah. the nurturing yeah. where you're nurturing your audience mm-hmm. and keeping 
everything alive. And then there's like that kind of launch mode. And when it comes to um, email marketing and the nurturing spectrum, like what do you tend to recommend people to do? Or is it just kind of like whatever works best for you on frequency? Yeah. Well, first of all, yeah. What works best for you? Because the most important thing you can do with your email list is Mm -hmm. to be consistent with it. This is something I'm even putting into practice. Like I had an email list for a year and I was all, you know, one day I I followed the whimsical method. I showed up when I wanted to show up, which worked for me. But um, the truth is, is the more emails you send, the more money you make. Um, And that is with a caveat of like, you've got strategy, not just like, hey, I'm going to email these 40 people every single day. Um, I'll be growing my list and segmenting and tagging and all sorts of stuff. But the truth of it is, is you need to do something that's simple for you. So even if you spend most of your time on Instagram, you can still send out an email once a week that says, hey, I've got some really great tips for you to grow in this. If you missed it on Instagram, you could find this, 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 and just post your top three posts of that week with the links see around and put your name. Like it doesn't have to be complicated, but the reason you want your own email list, especially if maybe Instagram comes easier to you or TikTok or something like that, it's the temptation is to rely on that platform. And there's three reasons you don't want to. Number one is if it ever goes away, Mm -hmm. like your audience is gone, all your buying customers are gone. Uh, The second reason is that the algorithm typically only sends out to 20 to 30%, maybe more. You have better stats than I do probably, right. but mm-hmm. typically, right? Where you're not in the 100% range. So you're not even getting in front of all of the people who follow you. But with an email, you absolutely are. It's going into their inbox or maybe their promotions tab, hopefully in, straight into their inbox. But the chances of being seen is much, much higher. And then the third reason is you cannot segment your audiences very well on social media, but in email marketing, you can completely tag and segment them based on their interests. So you can actually create higher sales in your business as a result. So it's really, really key that you get your email list going. So for sure, to answer your question, this really long winded answer here, Danny, um, is to be consistent And then to find what works for you. So what's really important to know is newsletters are are something that can have multiple directions, right? You can say, hey, this is Danny. You can find me on Instagram. And then there's another section that says, you know, my course is coming up. You could sign up here. You know, um, hey, here's this really funny meme I saw that made me think about social media. You can have a lot of different things and people can go in different directions. That's fine. That's a newsletter. Um, But if you're doing sales email, if you're wanting to really just focus on booking a call or getting a client or growing a certain um, list because you're about to launch something, then your email should only focus Mm -hmm. on that one thing. Do not overcomplicate it. Make it very simple for people to just make one decision. And that's the difference between those two. So there's a lot of strategy yes. that goes into email marketing, but the biggest thing is just to get started and it doesn't have to be hard. You can just send people to your socials or maybe give them a quote. You don't have to get fully into the story flow method. Um, that's really for sales emails. Um, but you want to just be connecting. Okay. That is so good. And then 
I, I like the fact that you make that differentiation between like there's one type of email for one purpose. And then, mm-hmm. you know, because I think we can muddy the waters by making our sales emails too much like a newsletter. And they're like, we have yeah. three different exits. And you're like, you went the wrong way. You know, <laughs> you just like keep yeah, them, yeah. keep that focused. Oh my gosh, I had a question I was going to ask, but I lost it. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, well. We can talk, you know, what we can talk about is something that, um, I get asked often, which is how do I revive my list? So let's say you haven't talked to your list. You've been in the whimsical mode like I've been. And you're wondering, like, how do I do this? Okay. So the first thing I would do is actually just if you've been on Instagram is just to go back through some of the posts that had maybe a lot of connection or a lot of engagement on them. Just reborrow that information. And that's going to find four of them. Those will be the next four posts or four weeks of email just to get you in a rhythm, just to get you up and going. Um, But something that can be really fun, I'm talking about this on another podcast, but you can send an email with the subject line, no, I'm not dead. And Mm -hmm. it's just a reintroduction of like, oh yeah, I'm still around and just be very direct. Hey, I wasn't around, but but I am now. And then make the commitment, make the promise to your audience. I will show up. This is when you can expect to see emails from me. And you want to give them a sneak peek of the content to come. So they don't want to jump off and unsubscribe because you just suddenly showed up again. So you would want to say, hey, in the next couple of weeks, I'll be talking about this. I'll be talking about how you can increase this or how you can decrease or how, you know, how to make your house better, whatever your audience is looking for. But, you know, some very juicy information that's going to be coming up where, where if they haven't heard from you from three months, they'll be like, well, yeah. Okay. I'll stick around. I'll see what happens. Right. I'll give it another go. So just having, um, just being honest, you don't have to go into like this big story of like, well, you know, my mom got sick and then our cat's hip broke. All of it. You just need to say like, Hey, I got sidetracked, but I'm, I'm back with a fresh vision and here's where I'm going. And, you know, because people love movement and uh, this story has always stuck with me. And I found it so interesting. I was listening to this gentleman who um, basically he bought a car dealership when it was in bankruptcy. And within six months, he turned it around to be like the highest selling car sales place in in the community, in a large community. And he said the very first thing he did was he um, had them install uh, banners that have those little triangle flags on them. Mm-hmm. you know? Oh yeah. And, he, and they were like, why would you do that? And he said, it's movement. He's like, mm-hmm. people like to be around things that are going someplace. And mm-hmm. it was, I just, that's always stuck with me. So when you're writing an email and you're committing to your list, like just take action and do it because people just want to be around something that's happening because if they know for themselves, if I'm around somebody who's doing something, chances are I will end up doing more. And moving more towards the things I want to do. So just, just be a flag, just be a little movement. (laughs) Right. I love that. Like be, be a flag, have some movement. And then the strategy behind that is telling them what's going to come next. Yeah. I I find that with like little toddlers too. Like if they know what's going to happen next, it just goes so much better. (laughs) Yes. absolutely. It's just, it's deep down all of us, like, you know, and having something to look forward to is just so key. Oh my goodness. You were given so much stuff today. I absolutely love it. So the people who are listening, who might be like thinking, oh my goodness, I, I need this strategy in my emails. Like what are the ways that people can work with you? 
Yeah. So I can work on your team or I can work with you one-on-one. So um, most of the time I'm working on bigger clients who have a team. So typically you have like um, maybe a social media person, you might have um, OBM. You definitely could have a tech person because I'm not your tech person, (laughs) but I'm usually working on it. So, you know, you're looking at a bigger, higher paying ticket. Um, A couple of times a month though, I do take on somebody who's maybe more in that beginner stages and wants something that's under a thousand dollars, because I really, I really care about women getting their message out and getting it Um, making some movement. And again, that's where, you know, maybe we're having a strategy call. We talk about what their strategy would look like. They have to build out all that kind of social media. We talk about what emails they'd need to write. And then I would come in and write the sales emails, probably like four to just get them off the ground. And they might have to write two of them themselves, but Mm -hmm. it's really about just getting them into a position where they can really start to build a team and really start to have more people. So that's one one of the ways is working one-on-one with me. And then the other way is my story method um, or story flow method uh, program. And so that is actually, depending on when this airs, uh, it is like on the cusp of being released. And so you can just follow me, uh, get on my email list. Of course, I'll be, I'll be letting you know about it on my email list. <laughs> <laughs> and then if you're really in the DIY uh, bootstrappings phase, then follow me on Instagram. So Instagram, the Holly C. Williams. Um, I put a lot of templates out. I love to give away a lot of free things or I'll sell like low ticket offers off of my Instagram. So that's a great way to, to get um, some stuff to just get you started. Yes. And it is true. I have come across your social media post and I'm like, okay, I'm reading through this. Like there's such good stuff in here. Like, yes, yes, for sure. Yeah. And you know what? You don't, you don't have to be great to be good. Like I'm just figuring out social. I'm just, well, I'm going to hire Danny soon. Right. Cause I just, I was like, I got to figure out this thing. I like to know what's going on before I hire someone to do it. And, um, I've had I've just laughed at myself because like, I don't even know how to do graphics and my words are out of focus and whatever. And I'm like, I don't care. I'm just doing it. I'm just getting out there. I'm just- oh, don't you hate it when you, when you post it and you're like, I thought I got these dimensions right. And then like, why are their words going off? Like, yes. Screen. Right. Why is this looking like I'm a, you know, third grader pasting? Something? I don't know. <laughs> you're doing so good though. I've been like cheering you on over here. So like, you're oh, just showing up you. a video and I can I can tell that like your strategy that you have in like the email marketing, the copywriting and everything is, I think it's going to translate very well into your social media presence. And I can already see that coming. So you're, you're oh, rocking it. You. That encourages <laughs> me. Thank you. Yes. So every interview I wrap up with this one question and it is what is inspiring you right now? Hmm. Wow. That's such a great question. Um, be kind of twofold. Um, so I have a German exchange student living with me and her name's Anna and we, she's just become a family member and she is very inspiring to me just because she so willing to, to go into a space that she had no idea what it was going to be like. And she allowed herself to become a family member and really opened up to us and let us to love on her and to receive her love. So she's very inspiring to me. She's leaving next week. So, um, we're just having a lot of nostalgia and, and weepy tears here as we realize like she's going to be leaving our, our life in the capacity that it's been. Right. Um, and then as a Christian, I hold close um, scripture to my heart. And so 
Uh, Romans 12.2 is something that's really inspired me lately, which is to no longer be conformed to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And the thing about scripture that's so neat is you could have heard that a million times, but then it comes back around and you can really plant your feet on it. And so for me, um, it as I've been stepping out in obedience to the Lord as he's directing my business, um, I really felt like I was supposed to go on Instagram, which I was totally terrified to do before, by the way. Right. But um, when I feel like God tells me to do something, I want to do it. And so my the pattern of this world that I my mind would be conformed to before would be like, oh, you've just got um, analysis paralysis or you just don't feel like what is it um, that when you're you feel like you're an expert, but you you don't you're, you're paralyzed. I can't think of the word, but there's a word we all talk about. But that's how the world sees it. And God's saying, if you're not, I'll be with you. And so those are the scriptures that I hold close to as I step out and do things that are really uncomfortable to me. And so that is what's inspiring me right now to just take action on ideas that maybe aren't the most comfortable to me. <laughs> oh, I love that. And you're so right. Like there's verses, like I've been hearing that forever, but there's a point where just God makes it crystal clear. And this yes. is for you right now. And I, I love it. And I just love hearing someone Stepping out in faith, but also like getting out on social media and getting like your message across and being okay being you on social yeah. media. Like, yeah. And I think I needed to find a way to be me. And so I can be really silly and really fun. Like that's my personality. But I actually found that when I was lip syncing things, because I had tried that before and stuff, I just felt like it it didn't allow me to be the professional I wanted to be in the way I wanted to show up. Um, most people who meet me know that I'm a fun person and I, I'll bring a lot of like bah, bah, boom to the calls and stuff. But for me, I just didn't feel like I was being as professional as I could be. So finding a way to still put my face on there so we can build that no like, and trust factor um, that was comfortable to me. I think that was really key. And mm -hmm. so I would just say like, I would have never known that I didn't like reels unless I had given reels like the lip syncing reels a try. So that's my just urge and nudge to some of you out there is like, just try it, just put it out there. And if it feels really, really uncomfortable, then try something different, but you won't know what doesn't work for you unless you try. Exactly. It is so true. It is so true. <laughs> and you can do reels your own way. And then the people who resonate will find you. <laughs> Agreed. So, yeah. I was, as you're talking about your exchange, exchange student, I was just thinking she must be leaving soon. So how long has she been with you? She's been with us for 10 months. Okay. okay. Yeah. So a really, yeah, it's been a beautiful experience and um, a wonderful way to just grow your family, be able to really share. Um, it's been wonderful. She's given us the compliment that this has been, uh, there's been a lot of healing for her to be at our home. And there's been a lot of opportunity for her to grow as a person. She's going back so appreciative of her family and just ready to pour into her family life a lot more. And she's come from a really wonderful family, but being with other people just shows you different dynamics to your own life. And so it's, I'm really excited for her future and just for the relationship that we've built. Awesome. So I encourage everyone to continue the conversation after the podcast. In fact, I think I'd remind everybody, like I found my people by doing that. <laughs> Amber Gloss, that's literally how I found Amber. Oh my goodness. Isn't that Amber. funny? 
Yes. <laughs> Look up Amber, guys. Follow her. She's yes. Yes. She doesn't post much right now, but like totally follow her. <laughs> she yes. will someday. <laughs> yes. Uh, but yeah, yeah. So people, everyone, if you just really resonate with this conversation, the the link to book a chat is right in the show notes. And just thank you so much for coming on. We know you hang out on Instagram now, so we know we could find you there. Is there anywhere else that people could find you? Yeah, you can go to hollycwilliams.com. Right now, my website is in flux. So whenever you're listening to this, maybe it's done by now. Fingers crossed. Uh, But, you know, it goes, you're doing other people's work and not your own. Um, So we'll see. We'll see where I'm at with my website. But uh, there's definitely a landing page there. So you can sign up to be on my email list. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on. Wasn't that amazing? Holly is so brilliant at what she does and the fact that she can just take any story and just quickly, boom, make it into an email like that is absolutely amazing. So make sure you download her story flow method so that you too can implement that when you are writing your copy. And if you're at the point where you are ready to outsource this part and connect with her and you have some launches coming up, she would be a great person to connect with. And I highly encourage you to do so. All right. Well, I hope that you are all enjoying this new tempo for discovery call. I know it's once a month, but my hope is that you will use that time to connect with those who are on the podcast. And just because, well, a girl can only do so much. So I started my second podcast. It is a weekly podcast. And the whole goal is it's going to be nice and short, but let's be honest when you're recording, even it's a 15 minute episode, sometimes recording it definitely takes 30 minutes. And maybe I'll get better at this whole thing, but there is really nothing short and snappy about parts of it. So it's been kind of, um, I don't know in your business, if you find yourself in this position too, where you start something and you realize, okay, it's always a little bit bigger of a project than you think it is. And I tend to make projects bigger, like more complicated. I think I need to have like something on my wall that says, simplify, make it simple, Danny, seriously, make it simple. So if you need that reminder today too, make it simple. Simple is beautiful. (laughs) So there you go. So I'm so excited for you to connect with Holly. I also have like 40 other podcast guests that you can go back, listen to, and make even more connections. I will say there's a side note. Some of the early episodes, I don't know. I don't think some of them are still doing the business that they were doing when we recorded it two years ago. I'm going to work on updating those. But if you ever reach out to somebody and they never respond or the email bounces and it's very clear that this is just not working, please let me know. I have all the ways to reach me down in the show notes. This is important information so I can make sure that things are reflective correctly on the podcast. All right. Without further ado, you have a fantastic month and I will see you next time on another discovery call. 